From Port Orchard, Washington, this is the Story Night Podcast. What do we do here? We tell stories here. My name is Stephen Gardner, and I'm the host. For those of you scoring home, this is episode number 113. Well, I frickin' God! So I think that I am well qualified to understand that these people need to be protected from having love shoved into their faces. This story comes from Odette Vashon. Odette told it at our event in September of 2019 when the theme was reality. Here's Odette. Odette Vashon, please welcome Odette. Hello. What I'm about to say is tame compared to that. I, you know, I first thought of this theme yesterday afternoon. And as I was thinking... I had to break it down to different episodes, so I'm going to start with episode one. I was a girl that was maybe six and a half or seven, and I always felt I must do what my mom told me to do, because if I didn't, then she would tell dad and then watch out. So I had to go out, I was told, and given a bag of garbage, and I had to go to the garbage can and empty it. And I wasn't very old. And it was in the dark night. It was black dark. And I thought I was stricken with fear. And she just sat back and I think enjoyed me in my fear. But I started to sing something like what I heard in Sunday school. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching us to war. And what that did, I imagine these big, fat, tall, strong soldiers. And then I ran out in the dark and dumped my garbage and ran back in with my little legs to the light of the house. The reality was not the fact that I was made to do it, that I did it, It was because of those having the wherewithal to call in the soldiers who would protect me. And that was the episode number one of what I'm going to say tonight. Now, episode number two had to do a few years later when I was in school. in um, I think it was pre-education school. And I was staying late after the class had left to help the teacher. It was 2009, and the teacher uh, gave me an envelope, and she said, and she slowly talked in in a voice I'm not used to hearing, and she said, tell the teacher that President Franklin Roosevelt died. I went to a nearby uh, building where the other teacher was, and I told her. This is a short episode, but what it told me, what reality was to me at that age, it wasn't helping the teacher or going across. It was the importance of what that teacher told me. And it was, I didn't know how the other teacher would take it. Well, I didn't stand around to see it. But that was the second episode, but that's my reality. The third episode was I was a mother and I had two sons and I was pregnant. My neighbor came over, looked at me, 
called an ambulance. I went into the ambulance and we sped away. It was January 29th, cold, cold, rain, rain, inside an ambulance. And there were windows in the, that ambulance, which I don't even know if there are today, but I was fortunate because there were windows. And I could see what helped offset my pain was the windows, the colors of the night coming through the windows, the rain falling down in rivulets. It was beautiful. And the pain, it was the best labor I'd ever experienced. <laughs> and, oh dear, uh, and then what happened was I... Um, I kept thinking about this. I kept thinking about this. And my pain wasn't as bad as it would have been because I, I thought I, I, I took something else to think about the beauty and the life. And when I gave birth, uh, I did give birth in the ambulance. And I saw it. I saw it come out of me. I saw its body, its infant tiny body with steam rising from that body. I saw it put upon my belly. I saw me being enveloped in blankets. And I, I thought of myself, and I thought, wow, I think every pregnant woman should have planted in January or February. <laughs> Not only that, they should arrange for the rain man to bring the rain. And they should come in the dark of night and be certain there'd be a, an ambulance there. <laughs> and the reality was that it doesn't have to hurt so bad when you've got something of nature to enjoy and appreciate and embrace. And for that, that was my reality. And thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Odette, for your take on reality. Story Night is available on all the apps as far as the podcast goes, all the podcasting apps, I should say. Story Night events are a partnership between Story Night and the Kitsap Regional Library. We have our events the first Thursday of every month at the Cloverleaf Sports Bar and Grill in Bremerton. The next exception... To that rule, the first Thursday of the month rule, not the Cloverleaf rule, but the first Thursday of the month, is the next story night. If you go to the Cloverleaf on the 3rd, you'll be there to watch a Seahawks football game. You won't see us. So enjoy the game and come back the next week, October 10th, when we'll be celebrating our 5th anniversary. If you need to remember this, just remember 1010. I'll be bringing cake. Besides that, it'll be your standard story night event. It might be a little longer than normal, and I don't think we'll do any judging. My friends Jose and Priya might want to present something a little different that night from Kitsap Regional Library. The theme that night will be schooled, which was the first theme we ever had at story night. Storynight.org has a calendar that has dates for our events through the rest of the year and other storytelling events you might like to attend. One of those is something I'd like to offer you a special invitation to see. Several months ago, for who knows what reason, 
I actually won a story slam put on by The Moth in Seattle. If you haven't heard of The Moth, find the podcast or go to themoth.org. Winning a story slam means you get invited to a Grand Slam event. I'll be doing that on October 25th in Seattle. You're invited. Ticket info is on the Moth website. The event will be at Town Hall, a place I've never been. Oh, by the way, in case I didn't say it before, the website for the Moth is themoth.org. On Thursday, I went to Squim to tell a story at the Out Loud Story Slam, hosted by Story Night Storytellers, Janae Sparks and Nessa Goldman. I was workshopping my story, and as of right now, my conclusion is I want to come up with something different. I told the story there. I've told a lot in a lot of different formats. And for whatever reason, on Thursday night, it just didn't feel sufficient for a moth grand slam. I really don't care if I win, but I do want to leave the stage that night feeling like I did the best I could. That will be winning for me. And as of this moment, I don't know the story I'll tell, but I know the direction I need to take. By the way, on Facebook and on Twitter, the Story Night handle is Story Night Wah. Thank you all for listening. We look forward to hearing your story. Oh, actually, I don't think this one got the distance.